Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step-by-step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of John chapter 7, verse 24, Amplified Version. John chapter 7, verse 24, Amplified Version. Do not judge by appearance, superficially and arrogantly, but judge fairly and righteously. Father God, we thank you for the reading of your word. Lord, Holy Spirit, speak to us, mold us, shape us, make us. Lord, the vessels that you want us to be, you are a potter. We are clay in your hands. Lord, do as you wish in the mighty name of Jesus. I even pray for the listeners that touch them, Lord, accordingly in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today we are talking about not to be too quick to judge. Don't be too quick to judge. I would love to start with an illustration. This is a story that happened around the 18th century uh, in northwest of Wales. There was once a person called Llewellyn. He was a prince and a hunter as well. He was known as Llewellyn the Great. Llewellyn the Great had a dog, a favorite dog called Gallet. This was not the only dog, but there were also other dogs. So one day, this man, Llewellyn, chose to go and hunt. As he went with other dogs to go and hunt, Gellert was left at home, but was left with a small baby. This baby was still asleep, so now they decided to leave the baby. So it was only Gellert and the baby that were left behind. As they were hunting, now they remembered that it's only the baby and Gellert in the house, so they decided to go back quickly at home. As they were going back quickly at home, there was the favorite dog, Gellert, being happy, welcoming the master, welcoming Llewellyn the Great, welcoming him with great news that he could not share, but to say that he was a hero. He had had his victory on that day. But little did he know, the poor dog, little did he know that that was the end of his day. That was the end of his life. So now, as this dog was coming, like uh, barking, like uh, in excitement, the master noticed that the dog was full of blood. Around the mouth there was blood. Around the jaw of Gellert it was just blood. The master, what came to his mind was only one thing, that Gellert was too hungry and decided to devour the child. So now the master was now so angry going to the house to confirm his suspicion. As he went to the nursery room, unfortunately, he found the baby not in the cradle and the cradle was twisted upside down and there was just blood all over the blankets of the baby. There was blood on the walls. 
but the baby was nowhere to be found. Now the master being angry, he felt that his suspicion was correct. His suspicion was justified. So he was angry, took out the sword and killed Gellert the dog at that instance. The dog cried yelp as he was dying. Just after Gellert died, the master heard the cry of the baby. As he was looking around, he saw a baby by the corner under the table and next to the baby there was a wolf and there was full of blood. Then it only dawned then on the master to see Gellert was fighting the wolf against the child. Gellert was trying to protect the child against the wolf and Gellert was victorious. That's why Gellert was coming with a welcoming, like a receival of his master to say, I did it. I have mastered to secure, like to protect the baby. But unfortunately, at that time, Gellert was dead. The master never smiled again. The master was full of grief. The master didn't know what to do. He did a great burial and put like a gravestone for the dog. But the moral of the story is that the dog was already dead because of being too quick to judge. The master was too quick to judge that Gellert was the killer while Gellert was a savior. So sometimes this happens in our lives. We are too quick to judge. We judge innocent people wrongly. How many people today are hurting? Maybe even yourself as you are listening. You are hurting because you have been wrongly judged. So what is the Bible saying about judging? Are we supposed to judge at all? Or are we supposed not to judge? So when we read, like in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 1 to 6, we find Jesus. Jesus, here it's a sermon on the mount. There are other sermons like Jesus was telling people about how to fast, telling people about how to behave, how to stay away from adultery, how to pray. So, but now in chapter 7, specifically, Jesus now is addressing the issue of how to treat other people. Because all this time, it was an issue of how like to behave dealing with the inner being but now it was like how to treat other people so now we are learning about judging the title there is judging others in verse 1 if you can just read verse 1 alone you will think that we are not supposed to judge because the bible tells us that do not judge because you will also be judged. But as you go down, then it tells you that if you are to judge, there are conditions 
for you on how to judge. Because we should know that judging, we need it because we need to discern. We need to discern what is right and what is wrong. So in that sense of judgment, we need like to judge, we need to discern. But there is this critical being judgmental, like criticizing the motive, not being the correct motive of helping, but being the motive of like pulling other people down, judging them as to expose their weaknesses. So that's the judgment that we are not supposed to do. So now in this chapter, we read of these conditions that if you judge, you should also be ready to be judged. So with the measure that you judge others, the Bible tells us that it's the same measure that you will be judged. So if yourself, you want to be judged like a leniently, like with this grace, with compassion to say we understand so that the grace and the leniency can be like can abound when we are judging your situation. But others, you want them just to be harshly judged. You want them to be judged arrogantly. Then the measure that you use on other ones, if like on other ones, you are using a teaspoon to judge. Also, that's the same measure that you'll be will be used on you. The grace and the compassion will just be on a teaspoon. People won't want to know what's happening. Because when you judge, sometimes we love judging, but we find that we judge not even having enough information, not knowing the background, not knowing the genesis of the story, but we are too quick to judge. We don't know how many times where we judge people and now when they tell you the story to say this person behaves like this because one, two, three happened to them. When they were young, this happened to them. When they were teenagers, this happened to them. And then it's only then that you understand to say, oh, I understand but you find that you have already like uh, put a judgment and even maybe even like even maliciously like spreading the rumors like uh, slandering the person without understanding without having enough information that's why god wants us not to be too quick to judge so if we are to judge there are conditions as we go down in matthew 7 he says if you are to judge you have to remove a plank that is on your eye before you see that a speck on the eye of your brother so most of the time we see tiny mistakes of other people, but we don't see our own mistakes. Our own mistakes, you'll find that they are even bigger than what we see, but we try to magnify the speck while there is a lock, while there is a big plank in our eyes, but just that small speck on the brother's eye, we magnify it. How many times, like when we have heard that a brother or sister like uh, has fallen from the grace and then we spread the rumors, hey, have you heard sister who and who is now pregnant and she's not married and we spread that and you just wonder where is that sisterhood? 
Where is that love? Where is that reading to say love covers multitude of sins? I don't say that we should condone sin. But what I'm saying that we should understand that our God is God of love. And we should know that God hates sin, but God loves the sinner. Because if we hate the sinner, how can we bring the sinner back? And also with our judgment, sometimes we judge in the flesh. We judge superficially as we have read. Do not judge by appearance superficial. The story that I told you about, the master there judged superficially. In the first instance, when he just saw the dog with the blood, already there was some things that there were some like thoughts that are reaching the mind, the thoughts that were wrong. And that's what happens with us. We are too quick to judge without understanding, without sitting down with a person and get to know that why are you behaving in this manner? But instead, we will be quick to spread the news. Instead of praying for our sister, instead of praying for our brother, we will be rather like spreading rumors. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 3 says we shouldn't judge according to our eyes or our ears. John 8 verse 15 says we shouldn't judge according to our flesh. The Bible also tells us that the judgment, we should be judging the believers. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 talk to us about judging the believers because we are also going to judge the angels. So, But we want to judge even the unbelievers. We will talk later to say how should we even judge if we are to judge the believers because we don't say that we should allow the sin to abound. But we should also know our place. Why in the very first place are people so judgmental? People are judgmental because of mostly self-righteousness. Because you feel that you are more righteous than your brother, than your sister. So you feel as if you have that a power to now judge the sister or to judge the brother. So usually people who will be judging are people who are religious. So people who don't have a relationship with God. So now these people like they are full of pride. They There is something that maybe they are doing good. There is something that one is excelling on and now sees the other ones who haven't reached that level sees them as nothing. Now he will be surprised or someone will be surprised to say, oh, so are you still struggling with that sin? Are you still struggling with that addiction, but not understanding the grace, not understanding the compassion, not understanding that God loved that person, that in the weakness of that person, there is so much grace that abounds. You must get me right. I don't say I'm condoning sin, but 
Today, I want to come to say we need to love as Jesus. We need to love, see the people as Jesus see people. Like as much as we will want people to treat us, we should also treat other people. The other reason that makes people to judge it's because people want the superior position. So when one judges, one feels as if like he's superior. One feels as if like he's a teacher. You know, a teacher and the student, they, there is no comparison. The teacher there is a master. The other ones are just students. So the teacher has a right to give marks. Say, okay, you got 30%. You got 70%. The teacher has a red pen. In our times when we were writing, we will be writing with blue pen and the teacher, it will only be the teacher who's writing with a, with a red pen. And the teacher will be marking and also giving like uh, some comments on your work and also giving marks. So we'll be using a red pen. So nowadays, as Christians, there are many Christians who are holding red pens. Few are holding blue pens to write the work. But the ones who are holding red pens to mark, there are so many. That's why the harvest is so great. There are no workers, but there are only supervisors. So God today is calling us to be not too quick to judge. Because I believe that also when we are hands-on, when there is something that we are, when there is something that we are also doing, then we won't have this time of being teachers. We won't have this time of like superior uh, of being superior like of being the correctors of being the ones who are giving marks sometimes some people who like to be judgmental usually other people who battle the same problem that they are judgmental of. It's just because the other one, maybe the weakness has been exposed. But with the other one, you'll find that has the same weakness, but the weakness has not been exposed. But for the one whom the weakness has already been exposed, now it will be magnified so that the whole world can know that, oh, have you heard? This has happened. So the Lord must help us. If we love each other, we will cover each other. Some is because of the void. Some people already, there's a void. There's a conflict inside of them. So this conflict, trying to cover this conflict, trying to cover this void, they can only cover it by checking at the mistakes of other people to say, okay, at least I'm not the only one who has issues. There is someone who has issues. And let me now like upgrade the issues of this someone. Let me magnify. Let me put it like on top so that it can be seen. Anyone can see. That's why you find people 
being judgmental. Moses, for 40 years, there was a conflict inside him. He knew that he was a Hebrew, but also was with the Egyptians. So now, that's why Moses, when he saw a conflict between a Hebrew guy and an Egyptian guy, there was that thing that arose inside because what he saw, it's something that was within him. It's something, it's a conflict that was within him, but the conflict now was happening in his eyes. He could see now an Egyptian and a Hebrew guy fighting. And now in his heart, he wanted to stand, to make a stand. He wanted to take a stand so that he can make a statement to say, I belong here. So that's why he killed the Egyptian because he wanted now the conflict to solve the conflict to say, I am a Hebrew. And as I am a Hebrew of Hebrews, I will stand with this Hebrew guy. So sometimes for people to be judgmental, it's because of the conflict. It's because of the battle. So now to soothe the battle, it's easier if there is something that you are standing on, there is something that you are judging so that one cannot know the conflict. One cannot know what is going inside you. So, but all those things don't help us because one doesn't rise up by putting others down. Actually, as you lift other people up, it's when also you are being lifted. But unfortunately, people have it wrong. They believe that when you suppress another person, then it's when you rise up. When we look at Jesus, I love the way Jesus handled the issue of the woman caught in adultery. As the Pharisees came, with this lady, they said, this lady has been found right on the act. So what do you say? Jesus said profound words to say, he who has no sin, let him cast the stone. Because they said, according to Moses, such a lady, someone who has been caught in adultery, she's supposed to be stoned. So what are you saying? So in fact, they were trying to catch Jesus. But Jesus wrote on the ground. And then he told them that he who has no sin, let him start and cast the first stone. So he was saying, you are seeing a speck on this lady, but there is a plank on your eye. So now, if you don't have a plank, then you have a right to take that stone and cast. Take that first stone and cast because you don't have any speck. You don't have a plank on your eye. And we read that those people, one by one, they left because they realized that they are not worthy 
to judge. Jesus was the only one who didn't have the speck, who didn't have a plank. But Jesus said to the lady, where are your accusers? He said, I don't condemn you. Neither do I condemn you. Just go and sin no more. So Jesus doesn't deny the fact that the lady has sinned. But Jesus says, yes, you have sinned, but go and sin no more. So even today, that's how we should handle like when we see that things are not going accordingly. Being judgmental doesn't help. I once read of a story of a person who was like a falsely accused and the story went viral and the person was innocent. So it was then found that the person was innocent and the people like went back to the person to ask for forgiveness. The person said, yes, I do forgive you, but I want to give you this story. I want to give you this illustration. What will happen if you have a letter? The letter is written nicely. There's a story in that letter. And now, and I decide to take this page and I tear it apart into pieces. And then now I take the pieces and throw them like in a moving car that is at a high speed as it the car is moving, I throw these papers, open the window, throw these papers, and it's windy. These papers, like, they spread widely. And then after some time, I come back and try to pick all those papers to make and put the letter again in the same state that it was so that it can say the same story that was written on the letter. He then asked these accusers to say, will that be possible Will I be able to assemble the letter again? The accuser said, no. Then this man said, that's how I feel. You are asking for forgiveness and I forgive you, but I feel that there are pieces that are missing. There are people who won't get the true story. They are gone with the old story, with the wrong story. So this shows us that there is danger in us being too quick to judge because we judge and even speak. We judge and spread the wrong rumors. So that's why God today is telling us, God today wants to warn us that let us not be too quick to judge. In the book of Zechariah chapter 7 verse 9, it reads thus, this is what the Lord Almighty said. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. So God wants us to show mercy and also compassion to one another. And in 1 Peter 4 verse 15, it tells us that we shouldn't be busy bodies around other people's businesses. Now, if really there is something that is not right that needs to be corrected, we need to pray about the situation. After we have found like the information, the background to find that we have exhausted to say we have a concrete like truth 
and we know that this is what is true what is happening we know exactly that it's wrong and it's happening and we have prayed about it and then now we can privately call the person and talk to the person i would say not even judging the person but showing the person in compassion and mercy showing the way but otherwise i believe that we should not be too quick to judge may the holy spirit help us not to be too quick to judge if there is a need let us pray if there are sins that may be happening or in the church or in the kingdom of god let's pray against it because sometimes we are too quick to judge and spread false rumors without even praying about the issue so today this is the teaching that the lord has placed in my heart to say as the body of christ let's learn to cover each other because love covers the multitude of sins amen thank you for tuning in to jesus can with dr bongi we hope you've enjoyed the program please tune in again same time same place Always remember that if Jesus can, you can. Shalom.